baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. is a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Inflation is waterboarding the American people. They're, people are scared they're not going to be able to retire until they're 92. Their 401ks have crashed. That's Republican Senator John Kennedy yesterday. What's remarkable is that the facts on MSNBC finally agreed with him, fessed up about what's causing this inflation. It's the spending by the Democrats. This is one of the most remarkable segments I've ever heard from MSNBC. Mika and Morning Joe admitting that the Democrats are darn lucky. The Democrat senators, Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin, plucked their Build Back Better Bankrupt America bill because... You think 9.1% inflation's bad? Oh my gosh, what would it be had it passed? Now, pay attention to the numbers in here. They're saying, admitting for the first time on liberal television news, which is anything but Fox, besides Fox News, that actually the 5.5 to $6 trillion that Congress printed and spent, and in particular, the $3 trillion that was just printed and spent in a single year under Joe Biden, is what has led to this inflation. And it's record-breaking. We've never seen this before. We'll get into that in a minute. It's it's not precedented. It's not a 40-year high. It's the highest ever. But we'll get to that in a minute. MSNBC admitting that if they had been able to pass the Build Back Better bill that Joe Manchin and Joe Biden wanted, oh my gosh. Because you know what? That would have been another 5 to $6 trillion in printed money on top of the 5 to $6 trillion in printed money that caused this mess we're in right now. It was a remarkable admission. And notice there's no mention of Vladimir Putin in here. You flood the economy with too much money, with too much government debt, with too many, uh, you know, too, too many government programs, uh, too much deficit spending. This is exactly what happens. And my God, I just wonder what would have happened if progressives had gotten their six trillion dollar wish earlier this year. Yeah, in an ironic way, you almost have to thank Joe Manchin for blocking that because six and a half trillion dollars of spending in this economy would make these numbers look small. Yeah, look, we had yeah. a we had a huge budget deficit. We had an unbelievably aggressive reaction by the Fed to the pandemic. You can kind of understand why they were trying, but they just tried too hard. And now we're all going to pay the consequences in a very, very tough environment over the next year or two while this gets sorted out. And by the way, I wouldn't even say ironically thank Joe Manchin. You can just thank Joe Manchin uh, if you're glad that interest rates aren't even higher. Let me replay part of that again. My God, I just wonder what would have happened if progressives had gotten their six trillion dollar wish earlier this year. The problem would be double what it is right now. And we were spared from it by just two votes. And keep in mind what the Democrats did. They totally thugged out on Democrat senators 
Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin. Remember, they were chasing her into bathroom. That is a felony under Arizona law. They were never prosecuted because they're Democrats. And when they get mad, all laws are pushed aside for their, of course, righteous anger. But thank God, I mean, they were showing up at the end of Manchin's dock screaming like lunatics from the gates of hell. Thank God neither of them ever gave in. Because you'd be looking at double the fallout right now. And what is the fallout? That's the thing. They're all lying to you about this. Because they're comparing apples to oranges. I've explained this before. When you see Fox News flash the Chiron up that says, uh, worst inflation number in 40 years. No, that's a lie. Because what they're not telling you is that you can't compare the inflation numbers from now to the 1970s or even the 1980s because the Bushes changed the formula. They recalculated it to leave out the biggest drivers of inflation. So in order to actually compare the inflation rate now to the one in the 1970s and the early 80s, you have to use the formula the government was using. Thankfully, there's a website that does that. It's called shadowstats.com. I'm on it all the time. I couldn't wait to see what the number would come up as yesterday when the media was telling us it was 9.1% inflation. What would it have been in the 1970s using the exact government formula we used then? You might want to sit down or pull the car over. It was 17%. We are at, if we measured things the way we did in the 70s, 17% inflation, not 9.1, 17. And, you know, I think they tell the lie. It's a bait and switch. Uh, they tell the lie, well, as you know, we haven't seen this in 40 years, so you'll feel better. You'll feel like, well, all right, it was bad in the 70s. I've heard about it, but, you know, we got through it. So we'll get through it. No, we, we don't know. I mean, maybe we'll get through it, but we, we don't know. We're in unprecedented territory. There is no comparison. Now, there have been brief times before the great depression uh, and after the revolution when we were trying to figure out what currency to use where it is believed we had inflation this high or higher but we don't know because they didn't have the measurement formulas in the formalized system to measure it we just believe it was that high so no precedent since about 1950 when we've been track we began tracking this stuff no precedent for this which means we don't know how it ends, and it'll probably go higher. So just to put this in perspective then, what was the highest the inflationary rate ever reached in the 1970s? 15%. That was actually at the tail end of the 70s and the early 80s before Reagan fixed the Democrats in Carter's mess. 15. We're at 17 by the exact same formula and measure. See the problem here? And there's another problem. It's a big one. To keep inflation from becoming hyperinflation, I think we're already in hyperinflation, but to keep it from spinning out of control, you gotta cool it down. That's why we had the headline on the Fox News story, severe recession needed to cool inflation. Bank of America says, you look up that article it ran yesterday. We're talking about a planned severe recession. Because folks, if you let inflation run away, what happens is worse than a severe recession. And that too is the difference. To foment that severe recession in the 1970s to get rid of the 15% inflation, we had to go to a 20% interest rate. 
Well, they're not going to do a severe recession because that's going to hurt the Democrats' electoral chances. And they'd rather the country be damned than do that. So they're not doing right now what needs to be done, that severe recession, that massive interest hike rate. I mean, I had a laugh the other day listening to Maria Bartiromo foam at the mouth, and I love her, but foam at the mouth on Fox Business over, wow, we're going to have to do a 1%, a full percent hike. Uh, what, what? No, no. To even get a hold on this and avoid becoming Argentina... Or the Weimar Republic or Zimbabwe, we need to be thinking in terms of five full percentage point hikes, not 5% hikes, five percentage point hikes, minimum, now, fast, back to back. We have to crash the economy to prevent something worse from happening, the debasement complete debasement of our currency. But they're not telling the American people that. They're letting us think we are where we were in the 70s. 9.1%, not so bad, not double digits. It's just not true. If you want to track this, again, for yourself, go to the website, shadowstats.com. All they do is calculate inflation using the very same formula the federal government used back in the 70s and early 80s. There have been two changes to it. So you can actually compare apples to apples. It's a terrifying experience. So while the media is putting on a fake show for you of, geez, will we go into a recession? A recession? No. No, no, this is going to be way beyond a recession. This is so much worse than that. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You want a real measure of where we actually are that you can understand without being an economist? It's this. This really large, alignable, the group is called Alignable, um, small business survey. They did a survey of 5,200 small business owners and they asked them questions and they had a very alarming finding. 35% of them did not make their rent in June. 35%. They either paid it in part or they defaulted entirely. But it gets more terrifying the more you dig into it because of the implications for the supply chain, which, you know, delivers your food and stuff you need, clothes, toothbrush, shampoo, things you need to live that you have no other way of getting. Yeah. The most terrifying number in it is actually the small business transportation companies. Those are national, state, and local companies, mainly trucking companies, some of them logistics. Um, and, and what they do is they bring your stuff to you. They either bring your stuff to you across town, across the state, or state to state. 63% of them defaulted on their rent in the month of June. This is a crisis of epic proportions. So if you're looking at a worse in recorded financial, modern financial history, inflation number that probably will continue to go up, you're going to see other historic numbers too. And we just did in the famed University of Michigan Consumer Survey. That has been going since the 1950s. It just logged its lowest ever consumer confidence number. Lower. Think about this. Lower than the pandemic, lower than the Great Recession, 
lower than anything in the 70s and lower than the credit crisis. That is an actual reflection of where we are. And that is what makes what the Democrats proposed on Monday so obscene. They still want that Build Back Better bill. They want to print. So they tried to come up with something that Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema would support. It's half a billion dollars of printing, but it comes with another horror, a trillion dollars of new taxes on small businesses. That'd be the same ones, 35% of whom defaulted in June on their rent or their mortgage payment. It would also reverse the Trump tax cuts. Those primarily benefited the middle class. Remember, for upper middle class, taxes actually went up a little. So what that all that would do was give a tax break to the upper middle class and wealthy millionaires, basically, while shifting the tax burden back down to the same middle class who are struggling. But the full horror in it, besides the hundreds of billions of dollars of printing. It's going to be at least half a billion dollars of printing, which is going to be, you know, points more of inflation at this point. The true horror, though, is that it destroys the biggest economic boom engine created during the Trump administration. A lot of people don't even know what that is, which is what scares me. I don't know if you remember, but before the Trump tax cut package, one of the things it got rid of, we were the only major first world country to tax, and we taxed it at a double-digit rate, to tax foreign corporate profits. So if you're an American company, you make your money anywhere in the world, you get charged a massive double-digit percentage to repatriate it. And so the media screamed for years because it was trillions of dollars in profits. They said hidden offshore. It wasn't hidden from anybody. They just couldn't bring it back. Well, this allowed them to bring it back the same way they do throughout Europe and all the other modern first-world countries, with no tax burden. It was actually a much lower tax burden, but it was so low they could bring it back. And so we saw this absolutely massive boom of investment in the United States of America. For each billion dollars invested, we saw 7,000 new jobs created. This is why all of a sudden, out of nowhere during the Trump administration, it seemed like there was just fire in the jobs engine. The Democrats want to put that tax blockade back. It's idiotic. It'll result in less revenue coming into the U.S. Treasury because our companies will just park the money offshore or invest it somewhere else. That law is in part what led to so many U.S. companies moving their headquarters to Ireland because it was so hostile here for business. Can you imagine the triple just absolutely punched to the gut of the economy right now on top of all of this of $500 billion in new printed money? They The Democrats proposed this on Monday and it looked like Manchin was going to go along with it. Now he's kind of hedging. So we'll see. Cinema looked like it was, she was going to go along with it, too. Um, middle class tax hike, small business tax hike, which should just be a death knell. Uh, and then the blocking of the capital investment at the borders from coming back in the country. So what you're seeing here is th- this is a party with a death wish. It- it's an absolute m- just move for destruction. And remember, do not think they don't understand this because they absolutely do. Remember Jim Clyburn explaining to us back in February on NPR that the Democrats absolutely knew that their rescue plan bill would cause the inflation that resulted. And Clyburn says, well, you know, 
the worst, the only thing we did wrong was we just didn't warn the American people and understand what was different about that rescue act. Yes, under Trump, we spent trillions of dollars and we printed it and that primed us for this mess. And he is partly at fault. So are the Republicans. Don't kid yourself. But the difference here was that we would plan to spend these trillions over a year or two. That was front loaded. We spent a trillion dollars that we had printed. We dumped it in the economy in just four months and we dumped the other trillion in by the end of the year. That's why you see that inflation chart spike like it is on top of the monopoly money from the Trump era that was already in the economy. So they know the Democrats. Here's Jim Clyburn. He'll tell you he knows they caused it when they passed the American Rescue Act in March of 2021 with only Democrat votes. You start uh, putting money out the way we did with the Rescue Act. Are you going to fan inflation? It is that I know that's elementary. When asked if he regretted it, he didn't. He told NPR, keep in mind, Clyburn's not just some Congress member. He is the number two in leadership, second only to Nancy Pelosi. All I can say, we may have done a better job preparing people for what was going to take place. But remember, it is a pretty good thing to have something to inflate. But this president's got to worry about those people with nothing to inflate. And we got to take care of them as well. I think that uh, the American people uh, will come around to a better way of thinking about this. Okay, Jim. Sure. I can't play that clip enough. It shows you everything they need to know. It shows you that after watching this level level of suffering, because believe me, on Monday, they, they knew the inflation number, the leaders of the Democrat Party. They know it comes from the federal government. It shows you that at this level of suffering, they don't care. They'll go print five to six trillion more if you let them. They literally don't care, and they know they caused it. That bizarre, almost psychopathic way of thinking among our elites in the swamp, and believe me, the Republicans know too, don't kid yourself, Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham shepherded through $1 trillion of printing with Biden's infrastructure plan. They know, they don't care. They're pretending too. The Democrats are just doing doing it on a scale that's five to six trillion dollars larger. But anyway, here's Ted Cruz sounding appropriately wigged out when talking about the mentality in the swamp of utter self-destruction that he sees every day on the Hill. It literally lacks economics 101. These people are zealots. They're ideologues. They believe there's no limit to the trillions of dollars they can spend. There's no limit to the trillions of dollars of money they can print. They, They believe there's no limit to the taxes they can raise. Terra Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 